0: hello everyone and welcome to the montana show podcast and this is sophia Montagna, and today i will be finishing off february's uh, episodes with a lovely guest speaker and uh, his name is ralph watson And Ralph is a master coach and NLP trainer. So really, really excited to have Ralph on the show today. So very warm welcome to you, Ralph. How are you doing today?
1: I'm very well, thank you. It's always nice to be called a lovely guest.
0: Well, you are indeed. So myself and Ralph actually know each other from an intensive coaching course that I was involved in last year. And through that, actually, I became a certified coach and NLP practitioner. So I know Ralph fairly well with regards to that. And um, he's amazing at what he does. So for anyone that is looking to be a coach then I can't uh, recommend Ralph enough and the um, the Speak Up coaching programme. So uh, we can touch on that in a moment. But today sure. we're going to be talking about coaching and, and the what, why's and how's of it, because I think there's a lot of confusion with regards to what coaching is and what mentoring is. And sometimes there is, I say, confusion between what that is and what it involves. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity to discuss that today. And to get Ralph's perspective on things as well as he trains this day in, day out. (laughs) So are you ready to get started, Ralph?
1: Yes, all set.
0: Fabulous. Right, before we get started to to talk about this, I thought it would be great for you to tell our listeners more about you and your background. So your time to shine, if you can tell everyone a bit about you.
1: (laughs) Oh, where do you start? Mm -hmm. 67 years of life experience. Wow! I had a corporate career of over 25 years, mostly in sales, starting as a young junior sales exec and working my way up. When I stepped out of the corporate world, I was um, director of sales for the whole of Europe for a coffee company of all things.
0: Mm, okay, a coffee
1: company. But I stepped out really because I wanted to step into my, my one true love, which was training and coaching. And I'd got involved really in the kind of front end of coaching, I guess, back in the '90s when I first started studying uh, neurolinguistic program, programming mm. (NLP), uh, and that sharpened my interest. So I stepped out of the corporate career in the late '90s, started my own business, yeah. and I've never looked back. You know, I've had over 20 years of fabulous fun, fabulous lifestyle met so many amazing people and travelled all around the world, training and coaching people.
0: Wow.
1: Um, along the way, I became a, a master trainer of NLP back in 2009, became a master coach in 2006,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, trained by the same guy who trained Tony Robbins of all people. So amazing. I've trod the boards of the stages with with crowds of two and three and three and a half thousand people in the audience Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then settled in really into doing what I love most of all which is developing coaches yes and that's me really in a nutshell
0: fabulous and I say you do it amazingly Ralph is brilliant at what he does and not the only one that I can say this but I think with everyone uh, that's been on your courses have said exactly the same thing so all that experience is going down very nicely with them um, with the rest of us that are learning from you so what would you say you're I'm just going to throw this, this one in there but what would you say your highlight has been throughout all those years?
1: Uh, throughout all those years I think really it's the highlight for me has been not the the stage shows, not mm-hmm. the, um, the Razzmatazz stuff, but it's been really working with what I call my passion projects, spending time coaching a bunch of young folks at Prince's Trust, helping them mm-hmm. get their first rung on a ladder when they've been facing challenges like homelessness, drugs, prostitution, and God knows what else. Mm-hmm. And seeing that change in people like that is just, there's not enough gold on the planet to pay for that, that sense that you get when you see that happening with someone. Yes. And I've done that in the UK, I've done it in Turkey, I've done it in Egypt, I've done it in India. So I really, uh, I guess, the highlight really for me has been being able to do all that lovely stuff, which is all fun, it's all mm. great, it's all glitter, but then being able to really help people to make something new and different for themselves. Yes. You know, that's that's what, for me, that's what coaching is really about
0: yeah it's it's seeing that change and that you know that transformation you know the transitions that people make and being able to see the impact that you're you know having on people's lives and and that's what uh, as coaches we're passionate about it's it's about seeing people change an element of that like their life that you know maybe they didn't expect to to be able to do and maybe they didn't have faith in that or they didn't believe that they could uh so being able to see that um you know in full force i think is amazing so knowing the Princess trust as well and having done some work with them uh, in the past um, i totally understand where you're coming from with that so that's amazing to hear so talking about coaching then what's the difference between coaching and mentoring then because again there's a lot of confusion around this so yeah. can you shine a bit of light on this
1: i will do my best um, <laughs> it's what well it is a great it is very much a gray area And it's made grayer by some of the areas of coaching. So let me see if I can separate the two out for you. Okay. Imagine you go to see someone and you say, I've got a few problems with my business and um, and I've got a few issues that I need to overcome. And that person says, okay, tell me about your problems. Tell me about your issues. So you do that and they say, now what you you could really do is this, go and talk to this person, go and look up this, think about doing this and doing that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That is mentoring because that is somebody giving advice, guidance, direction to someone, which is really useful, really important and in the right context is vital, Mm -hmm. vital. Now supposing the same person went to someone else and said, look, I've got a few problems, I've got a few issues, and I really need some help. And that person said to them, so what is it you're actually looking to achieve? I see. Okay, so if that's what you're looking to achieve, let's think about where you are now. And what are your options for how you overcome these issues? Mm. And rather than giving advice, that person just asked, some really good questions Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that's coaching yes the gray area comes because in certain contexts as a coach some people need to do both Mm -hmm. for example i have some good friends who are really powerful business coaches but there are times when the person really needs pointing in the right direction so they have to take the coach hat off and put the mentor hat on so they're two distinctly different things there are times when those gray areas just gently overlap however a good coach in the main will not put that mentor hat on unless they are absolutely pinned down to do so you know um, people say to me why is it whenever i come to you with a problem you never tell me what to do (laughs) and i say because if i do that you're just going to keep coming to me with your problem my job is actually to make you not need to ask someone else for help because Mm -hmm. you figured it out for yourself that's coaching
0: Yes. And that's, yeah, perfectly said. And I had an example of, I was actually on holiday with my mum and I thought, oh, it was just after the course had finished. I thought I'm going to practice on you. So we're sat by the beach and, you know, it's a nice sunny day and there I am practicing my coaching skills. Uh, So I said to my mum, give give me an example of something that you can throw at me and I'll I'll coach you. And there I am coaching her. and, And I guess I didn't explain what coaching was at the very beginning. So I went through this whole process and I thought it was going, perfectly well uh, and forgot that I was the daughter and you know she was the mother and at the end of it she's like but you've not told me what to do. And I said, well, I'm not here to tell you what to do. You're meant to come up with the answers by me asking you the questions, you're going to figure out what it is that you need to do. She's like, well, you've not explained that to me very well, have you? And from that moment, I was like, right, I need to make sure that I explain this clearly, that I'm not telling you what to do, but I'll be guiding you in such a way that you will have the answers by asking those clever questions that we ask as coaches.
1: So I it is it funny. Well. I know. Well, in fact, I have an 18 year old grandson, Cameron, um, and it's a delight because, you know, in the days when we could spend some time together, which we haven't been able to do for quite some time now, he'd say to me, Grandad, can I ask you a question? And I'd say yes. So he'd he'd ask me a question. I'd say, that's an interesting question. So what do you think we could do about that? And he'd go, he'd say, you're doing it again, aren't you? You're doing that coachy thing again, aren't you? (laughs)
0: And it's so true I find spotted. myself doing that a lot now uh, even with my friends I will I would ask them a question and they're like you're doing this coaching thing on me and I naturally it just naturally comes out now whereas normally I'm telling people you should do this you should do that I've now kind of had to change so yeah that's perfectly said
1: you've been converted
0: um, Mm-hmm. I have definitely been converted Tell me a bit about the benefit then that people can have by, by being coached in their life. What, what are the benefits?
1: Okay. The key, the key thing about having a coach is that it's about enabling. So it's about really being enabled to do things for yourself so that you don't need to go to other people for advice. Right. Um, let me give you an example. Let's suppose two motorists are on the motorway, different motorways, of course. Yes. Uh, otherwise, it'd be a big coincidence. <laughs> and one of them gets a puncture in their car, OK, okay in the tire. They have no idea what to do. So they pick up the phone and they call the AA and the AA man comes out, repairs, changes the wheel and they get back on the road. Hmm. They've waited an hour for him to arrive. They've waited 20 minutes while he's done the wheel. And then they get back on their journey. Mm -hmm. The next time they have a puncture, they're no wiser. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: They're still back in there again. Yes. The other motorist gets a puncture, makes a phone call to the AA, and the AA man has just completed an eight-day program with this amazing master trainer called Ralph Watson. And he's just starting to practice his coaching. So he comes up to the car, driver winds his window down and says, oh, I see you've got a puncture. Do you know how to change your wheel? No, says the driver. Okay, supposing then you could change that wheel for yourself. So if it ever happens again, you don't need to wait an hour for an AA man. Would that be good for you? And so he asks that driver the questions that enable that driver to get not only the skill set to do it for himself, the mindset to know that he can. Yes. So the benefits of coaching are that it gives the, the client the benefit of being able to find their own answers, make their own decisions,
0: mm-hmm.
1: build their own I can mindset, and yeah. effectively drive their own bus. Instead of waiting for someone else to come along and drive it for them. Yeah. And it will benefit anybody on the planet having a coach because it enables them to be, to be more than, yes. to fulfill their own potential really and find their own way.
0: And that's a great example there with regards to the tire and and actually you know asking the driver and, and giving them the power to say actually yes i can do it i i can do this for myself i i that you've enabled me or even i haven't thought about that but actually now you've mentioned it that would be great to be able to change it myself that's uh, so yes i think you know again uh, with regards to coaches and with people or clients that are out there that are looking for co- coaches I think it's key for them to understand the benefits that they can get out of it. And sometimes they don't really understand uh, what support they can get and how they can be enabled in that process. Absolutely. So I think this is key to, to identify so that if there are people out there that think, actually, I do need a bit of a push. I do need to kind of figure things out for, for me and my life and my family or whatever it might be that they can see the benefits of, of how us coaches can, can support them and help them.
1: Well, the thing is, you see, that, that every individual is an expert at being themselves.
0: Mm.
1: Nobody knows you better than you.
0: Yes.
1: Nobody knows me better than me. So if somebody enables me to find my own answers to my problems, make my decisions, empower myself, mm. that makes me even more in control of me. It puts me yes. at cause in my life. Mm -hmm. rather than being at the effect of constantly having to ask other people what do you think I should do what do I do about this where do I go to find out about this
0: and there's there's a lot of people that do rely on other people to tell them what to do and 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 you know it's again those clever questions even for us as coaches when we get asked a question we naturally go into coach mode but there are people out there that actually just want an answer they want to be told what to do in a particular situation uh, and they're relying on other people but not relying on themselves and their own better judgment and obviously through the process of coaching as well and how they can enable that within themselves so it's really important absolutely so talking about techniques now so as part of our training program we became NLP practitioners so what tools and techniques are there uh, out there and how can they benefit clients
1: how many days have you got for the answer to that (laughs) one okay so let's let's look at first of all let's look at two things one is structure and the other is tools so a good well-trained coach will have at their fingertips different structures to work with their client in other words the process that the client goes through in terms of moving them from where they are towards where they want to be uh, and there are many coaches who operate like that the thing is that in this world we have a large number of things called human beings mm-hmm. and those human beings come with their stuff yes. so uh, on any given day You've, you might have clients who have um, limiting beliefs that are holding them back. They might have um, emotional management issues that are holding them back. Yes. They might have minor habits that are holding them back. They might have big habits that are holding them back. They might have issues around their relationships with other people or relationships with themselves, again, that are holding them back. So within the tool bag, The good coach, the good professional coach is going to know that they've got the tools to help that client overcome that obstacle to their excellence. Mm -hmm. So in going from where they are to where they want to be, any one of those obstacles that's likely to be a boulder in their way can be overcome with the help of the coach Mm -hmm. who has those tools, those techniques to help them do that. as you know
0: yes i do indeed and you know i think i remember the what you mentioned there with regards to the toolbox and and imagining that toolbox and you've got all your little you know equipment in there and it's picking the right one out for that particular client because as you say every every client's very different and Absolutely. every client has a different problem or a different issue that they need support with. So it's being able to utilize the right tools to be able to to support them through that. So I think that's a brilliant way of looking at it. And I, I, I as I say I do remember that within the training itself. And with regards to so NLP being neurolinguistic programming and you mentioned it a bit earlier. How does, what's different from a coach that has got NLP and one that doesn't?
1: Okay, so the coach that doesn't tends to rely on the ability to ask good questions that help their client move forward. Yes. The challenge comes if that client has got one of those limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. or one of those other issues, which is a big obstacle. If the coach doesn't have those tools, it's it can be a tougher or longer process helping the client to overcome those. Okay. If the client, if the coach has those tools at his fingertips, then it's much easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we go back to the car analogy, imagine yeah. driving your car into the service bay at the local dealership and the man is standing there with a hammer in his hand, and you get mm-hmm. out of the car and you say, What's that for? And he says, Well, it's the only tool I've got. If a hammer is the only tool you've got, then every problem has to be treated like a nail. Whereas the real technician, he's got a workbench with all of the tools. So he can listen to your engine and say, I know what that needs. Let's get this one. Tighten a couple of nuts, turn a couple of screws and say, there you go, how's that? And the engine is purring. So the neuro-linguistic programming in itself is a set of tools that are there for use when they're needed.
0: Absolutely love that. Yes, that makes perfect sense. And I'm, I'm sure that our listeners will uh, be able to associate with that as well. So thank you very much for sharing that. And I know there's a lot of coaches out there that don't have NLP and they have actually asked me what the difference is. So, you know, what's the benefits of having NLP and I've been able to explain it in such a way that, you know, it is about having additional skills and tools to be able to help people. And I think a lot of what we do in NLP is um, for me I, I think it's quite moving I think that some of the timeline coaching and you know swish patterns and things like that things that Anthony Robbins you know you you see him do being able to associate with someone like that by utilizing the same kind of skills or tools I think is amazing and um, being able to see the transition in clients too when you're using those techniques is even more amazing so yeah I can suggest it to a lot of the coaches out there that haven't got it already so lastly then I think we've touched on quite a few things here so what are your top tips and what you would look for in a professional coach so what are their attributes and skills that you would look for if you were looking for
1: a okay what I'm looking for is first of all somebody who has the credibility of the credentials so I'm looking for somebody who's actually has trained as a coach because there are a lot of people out there who haven't I'm looking for somebody who had, who is um, who is an authority. So for example, if I am looking for a coach to work with me and my small business, yes I will look for somebody who has that speciality. If I am looking for a coach to help me write my book, I will look for a coach with that speciality. Yes. So I'm looking for cr- uh, credibility and authority and i'm looking for experience as well and the hot tip really is have a lengthy conversation with that coach and make sure that there's a fit Yeah, because the good coach a really good coach is doing the same thing you know if you come to me because you want to be my client i'm having a conversation with you which says is this is this a relationship that's going to work you know A great coaching relationship is a bit like a marriage. You've got to have trust. You've got to have respect. You've got to have communication. You've got to have honesty. And you've got to have accountability. The good coach is going to be talking with you and asking you questions and finding out about you, not just spending their time selling to you. All about the rapport. That's right. And we'll listen to your questions and ask you, answer your questions. And to be frank, a good coach may say to you, Well, look, I'll be very honest with you. I don't think I'm the right coach for you. Yeah. Rather than grabbing every client that they can. Yes. That's wrong. The ability to be able to say to someone, I think we're a good fit, or to be able to say to someone, I know what it is you want to achieve. And I don't think I'm quite the right person to help you do that. Maybe I can point you at somebody who could. It's that kind of integrity, that kind of authenticity makes a really good coach.
0: That's great. Thank you very much for sharing that. And uh, as I say, for those that are out there and I do know people that are looking at potentially being coaches, And I guess during lockdown and with everything that has been going on with the pandemic, there's been a lot more coaches that are out there, like you say, uh, some of that are, are, you know, have had training or are certified, some that aren't. So being able to understand that and know what you should have and, and what clients potentially are looking for, I think is really important. So I hope that's been useful for for the listeners today. Uh, So you obviously run the coaching programme with Speak Up. So if you wanted to share some information around that and then uh, if anyone was interested or wanted to speak to you directly, if you can share some of your details.
1: Well, what we've done really, in effect, is we have created what I think is is the ultimate combined programme because we have a really fantastic eight day intensive program. We now have a pre-learning pack that people go through some videos and work through a workbook before they come. Then they do the eight day program. Now, if I cast my mind back to my early days, I did my training and then they gave me a certificate and it was, right, okay. So I've got a certificate. Now what, what do Mm. I do now? And that's where most programs fall on their face. What we've done is we've then taken that and we've said, okay, what do those coaches need? They need an opportunity to practice. So we've created our coach practice club so they can come together regularly to practice. What else do they need? They need some help around their business. So we created the business kickstart process Mm -hmm. to help them. And this is all part of the one package yes. to help them look at starting their business we have other areas as well you know kind of mentoring and all kinds of things that are available so that we help the, the coach not just in terms of becoming a coach but then finding the clients then being able to grow and develop as a coach yeah so it, we I mean we call it the international coach challenge because it does it challenges coaches to actually be the best they can be
0: I haven't seen it with any other program was the opportunity to, to have clients and practice. And, you know, we had two clients that we were provided with as well. uh, That could have been anywhere around the world. And uh, I think I might, I had one in uh, Romania and one in Turkey actually. So it was great to connect with those individuals and be able to get their feedback as well. So, yeah, I, I don't know any other program that provides that. Uh, So I think that's another brilliant uh, addition to that program. Absolutely. And if anyone was interested in that, what's the best way for them to find out more information
1: on it? Probably if they want to make direct contact with me or with me through you. Either one of those two, I don't mind. Uh, I can then organise for them to have more information. Mm -hmm. Perhaps even to come along to one of our uh, free one-day introductory events. Because that gives them an opportunity to find out what we do. To find out about coaching. To find out what we do to build and help coaches, to get to know more about me, you know, it's a, a great way to find out about a program is to spend a day with the trainer, uh, and then at the end of that, then, then they can then have the opportunity to have a conversation with a member of my team, uh, and get more information. And if they want to join us, they can book their place.
0: Okay, fantastic. Well, obviously, once I uh, I do get this posted, and um, I will tag you where i can across the social media platforms and if anyone obviously wants to contact me to to then go through to ralph then feel free to do that um also so that's great wonderful well it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today ralph thank you so much for agreeing to come on and sharing your uh, words of wisdom and top tips and um everything you know about coaching uh, I hope that our listeners have found that beneficial today and if anyone does have any questions then feel free to to contact me so thank you very much Ralph
1: thank you if I can add one more thing
0: of course you uh, can to
1: paraphrase a very famous dance based program here in the UK uh-huh coaching <laughs>
0: love that thank you so much ralph and and as i say i I will get this all out on social media uh, so everyone can tune in uh, via anchor or spotify or uh, google podcasts and thank you very much uh that's the february episodes complete now and uh, do tune in as i have more great speakers that are going to be on the montana show in march so uh, thank you to all my listeners out there also